0: This program is brought to you by Babbawaukee Media, under the oversight of the Elders of the Chip and Roll Congregation in Lee's Summit, Missouri.
1: Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepard. Hey. hey, we're back, back for another one, another command, another two one, weeks, another two weeks in a row. Yes, we're back on a roll. Back on a roll. Well, I know, and they don't know this, but it's Tuesday. It is, so we're we are ahead of ahead schedule. Of the You know, it's totally fine when we do it on Wednesday. We are still not behind at that point, but some people tend to get a little stressed.
0: A little bit cranky is what (laughs) they mean, and it's not me.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, but I'm teaching Bible class on Wednesday nights and have to get dinner ready because my family likes to eat. So it gets a little stressful trying to do a podcast after you get off work and then trying to get...
0: You've always been stressed out about doing You always get cranky on Wednesdays, though. Before, when you're not teaching a class, before I had a job, it's just you don't like to be that close to it. The
1: deadline. And that's okay. Yeah, it just, it just makes the afternoon a little... So you just, if we can do it on Tuesday, it is so much nicer. It works better for me. That's all right. She's I'm just... Funny. This is my fault. Remember last week how we talked about confessing our faults to one another? This this is a fault I have. Sometimes I get stressed about... She gets cranky. Girl. And when I get a stressed... A little bit
0: crappy. I
1: get a little bit cranky. That's okay. You get a little cranky at times, too.
0: Anytime I need food.
1: Yes. She gets hangry. It's um, an epidemic in my family. Epidemic? No. A pattern? A pattern of... Yeah. So... There's a few people in my family that get a little hangry, so that's okay. That's it's good how to know. We used to
0: end shopping trips. Do you remember that?
1: Always, it'll all be
0: fine and dandy until the very end, because then we needed food. We we're all arguing,
1: and we ate and <laughs> peace. Nobody cared anymore. Well, the bad thing is that I personally don't get hangry, and so I would forget that people need food. And so, yeah. But I got better about it, and so I would take drinks and snacks wherever we went. Lincoln has a binky that says, moody without my foodie. Ooh, I wish we would have had that. Then it would have reminded me. Feed this child.
0: It's so funny because it's so
1: true that baby eats. He eats more than you've ever thought about eating, even now. Yeah. <laughs> he had, like, three breakfasts today. Are oh. you sure he's not a hobbit?
0: Yes. Because what about elevensies?
1: Does he have elevensies? He's not a hobbit because he's already taller than most hobbits. That is fair. Maybe he's full well grown. <laughs> nope. All right. Shall we uh, jump into our one another command? We should because we're only like three minutes into this podcast. And we do have quite a few verses to read because you know we are all about the context. So um, we're not just going to read one verse that says one another in it and just go from there, because we could totally get the wrong idea. Which we did, originally. We did. I was like, have we already done that one?
0: And then I was like, no, because that context, it's not contexting.
1: So, well, she was looking at a list of one another commands, and so just read the verse where it is, right? And so we were like, great. You know, sometimes you can tell. Sometimes you go to the verse, and you're like, definitely already did that one. Yeah. So, anyway, we had to look at the context to get the full meaning of what this one another command is. And guess what? Haven't done it yet. Romans 15... 1 through 12. 12. But the verse we're actually focusing on is verse 7. When – no. I'm going to start all over <laughs> Why again. don't you try again? So Romans 15, I'm just repeating, verses 1, one through 12.
0: 12. We then – see, I just mushed those two. Yeah, that's fine. We – no, it's not. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grants you to be like-minded toward one toward another according to Christ Jesus. That's not the one. Um, That ye may, with one mind and one mouth, glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, for this cause, will I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice ye Gentiles, with the, with his people. And again praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles trust. So, oh, I'm sorry. Oh Did no, you, you go. Talk? You go right ahead. Okay. So when we first read the verse, we were like, is this hospitality all over again? But when you read the context, it sure isn't hospitality. It's about accepting everybody who's in Christ, right? Because people had this issue where they were like, well, I'm a Jew, so I'm a better Christian than the Gentiles. But that wasn't the case anymore. So in this specific verse, he's like, if they're in Christ, they are your family. We are not... It
1: is not about the Jews and the Gentiles anymore. It's so good that we've moved beyond that, and we don't have issues with that anymore, ever, right? I'm totally kidding, because we... You you could see the sarcasm on her face. But maybe not hear it in my voice, but... So, So clarification. Yeah, so we thought this is totally different than just hospitality, right? It can play into hospitality, but... The receiving one another is being accepting of. The way
0: that Christ received us, right? That's the very next sentence. Christ received everybody, right? When he died on the cross, salvation was then for the Jews
1: and the Gentiles. So anyone who obeys God, God will receive. But we should be the same way. But Christ died for all. So, um, and you can see a great example of that in Acts chapter 10 with Cornelius. And, of course, um, we know that he was a Gentile, he was um, a soldier, and um, Peter came to him, of course, after Peter saw this vision with the sheet and the four corners and all the unclean animals oh, yeah. and God saying, you know, um, to receive these things, and he said, you know, what what God has called clean, do not call unclean, and of course, that was all symbolic, um, just to show Peter that God had now accepted the Gentiles. Like everyone was able um, to accept Christ and to be baptized and to be received into the kingdom, the church, and what the, what other people, what? no, what God has accepted, then we as, um, as individuals of, of God, those who have been adopted into his family, need to also accept those people as well. Absolutely. I got all tongue-tied there. But I think, too, um, sometimes as members of the church, as Christians, we can be very um, sort of um, slow to accept people who come in from the world and, you know, weren't raised in the church or anything else. Should and, not be the case. Yeah. And so we can kind of get um, a little uh, full of pride and, Yeah and kind of turn our noses up at people who come in from the world because they haven't been raised the way we have, you know? We kind of get feel entitled. I say we. I wasn't raised in the church, so... I feel
0: like when you said your nose up, it just made me think of that Southern saying, you know? Your nose so high she could drown in a rainstorm. I
1: was thinking that, too. <laughs> um, we looked up some Southern phrases before camp, and they were fantastic. That one was um, my favorite, But actually. yeah, That was a good one. Um, but, yeah, we can be so quick to you know, kind of think that we're better than others because we were raised in the church. Again, I was not. But um, I have seen it by those people who were. um, And just thinking that they're better than others and not being accepting of them because... You're not. They have, yeah, they have a lot to learn. And so instead of being judgmental and all this... Bring them along because you can help them. You know, like if you've been raised in the church, you have um, kind of a great head start into background Bible knowledge. Like you have a lot of growing to do still, obviously, but you know the... um, The ins and the outs. And you know the history of... um, like, just the Old Testament. You know, gonna, you understand those, those stories that you've heard over and over and over in Bible class so that you have a familiarity with the Bible. You're going to know all the crazy little facts like how many
0: books are in the Bible. You're going to be like mentally over here at 66, 66, <laughs> and not everybody gets that.
1: And, I mean, honestly, it's just a great um, head start to Bible study if you know where the books of the Bible are because it can be a real struggle. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, no <laughs> All these things. Um, when I first became a Christian, I got a Bible when I, when I was baptized. The um, actually the same congregation we go to now, but they used to give away Bibles um, to people who were baptized, which is you know great because I actually did not have one at the time, and so they gave me one, and I was like, I'm going to buy these tabs to put on it. So they were like stickers. Um, and it would there's just tabs then on the side so that I could flip to the books faster and like keep up during Bible <laughs> class do you want to tell everyone why you're laughing
0: Since like I'm sorry it's just making me I'm laughing because but then I'm laughing harder because you know when you've seen a show so many times instead of the jokes not being funny you just laugh before they happen because they're funnier because you know what's coming that's that's how I feel <laughs> why don't you just finish the story <laughs> She messed up the text. So some of them are completely right. Some of them are perfect. Like most of the Old Testament, I think. But then you get to like
1: some of the books. It was like Galatians, Ephesians, yeah. somewhere in there. Well,
0: it's just one page. So one page is like Ephesians. And then like on the very
1: next page, she'd put Galatians. Well, you have it wrong because it would have been Galatians and then Ephesians. You're right. I see... You don't even know the order. At least I the do. order was right. <laughs> <laughs> the order was right. Just flipped one page. You know, by the time you got that far in, that's a lot of pages. That was a lot of focus. 66. <laughs> I wasn't quite there yet, but yeah. So I uh, messed up the tabs. So it's, it's my favorite
0: Bible, actually. Like, if I'm not using my Bible, I will find that Bible. She does really love use that it. Bible. But it makes me laugh. Every single I time. I totally,
1: speaking of, I missed my spiritual birthday because it was on August 3rd. Oh,
0: no. And, yeah, August Happy 3rd. Happy belated spiritual thank birthday. Thank you.
1: It came and went, and I didn't even think about it, but. How old are you spiritually? Um, I believe. Old. Um, yeah, I've realized recently that I'm, like, seven or something
0: like that, and that's just. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Well, so, this is a fun story. Like, a couple years ago at camp, I had gone into, oh, 35 <laughs> years. 35 years. So you're five times as old as me.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, what was I going to say?
1: I don't know.
0: Oh, yes. Went to cabin four, and they were like... Which is the youngest girl's cabin. Right. And they were all introducing themselves, and then they were... Maybe it was cabin five. I I don't remember. Well, they were talking about when they were baptized.
1: So probably five.
0: Or where they went to church. It was one of the two. Okay. And they asked me, they obviously all knew where I went to church, so they were like, when were you baptized? Instead, harder question. So I told them, I was like October 5th, and they were like, what year? And I was like, 2016, and they were like, you are so old. Guys, I feel like 2016 was like yesterday. Really made me feel bad about myself. I don't think I've been in cabin four since. (laughs) you are like, that's it.
1: I'm done. done. No, cabin four just prefers to come to our cabin, so... They do. They it's like to special. hang out with you guys. But it's just fine. back to the topic at hand, just for a minute. So how is it we can accept those people who...
0: We've talked about it. Just hang out with them. Be around them. Encourage them. Invite
1: them over. Be part of their lives. Make it a community. That's... I know. I feel like every week that's what we keep going back to. Well, it's
0: one another. How are you supposed to treat one another if you're not around each other? Right? Right? How can you love one
1: another if you don't spend time with one another? Yeah. How can you provoke into love and good works if you're not around each other? I have to say, we had a um, we had a ladies' Bible class last night, and um, it was a I thought it, was, it went well, but I got um, a couple of different messages like after class that um, I felt like we I really connected with some people during that class um, just by sharing. You know, uh, a struggle that I've been to through. It's one that I've actually like pretty much overcome. I've like walked through it, and I'm on the other side of it. But I shared some of that in class, just very briefly. And um, but then some people reached out to me and said, "Hey, I've had that same struggle." And it brought me right back to our class, or our podcast from last week with yeah. the whole, like, you know... When you, I'm sure this Yeah. And, yeah, it, it all then comes together, and then when we open each other... No, open ourselves up to each other and share, um, then you do feel that connection. And you do feel like, you know, if someone is new um, to the church, to the community, or whatever... Um, and no one really goes and talks to them and no one really includes them in anything. No one brings them um, alongside you know them to do the work of the church, then they're Take gonna the feel yeah, they're gonna feel completely left out. So when you're I had a lesson once at um, a Ladies' Day that was called, um, T- taking others along to do good? No. Doing good and taking others along with you to do good or something like that. I don't remember ladies exactly day? what it was
0: called. Yeah. Was it your first?
1: <gasps> no. That wasn't my topic. I think that was someone else's topic. <laughs> I think I <laughs> had the other lesson. But um, it's okay. It was that same ladies day. Um, I was too
0: young to remember this lady's day. Mine
1: was doing good and the limitations of doing good, which was interesting. Um, And the other lesson was taking others along to do good. I
0: was definitely too young so I don't remember this. I remember you giving a lesson. It was at
1: 39th Street. I think it was the one that we came back early from Wichita for.
0: Mm, No memory of the lesson. Oh,
1: that's fine. I'm sorry. But the idea was when you are going to do good, when you're going to take a meal to someone, when you're going to um, go, you know, teach a class or whatever, to, you know, have someone go along with you. And that's one way and a great way that you can include someone who's new to the faith Um, Because then it it
0: makes you it holds you accountable because then you can't
1: back out. That's true, but it also gives you just encouragement and support. But it's easier to do Um, stuff with other people. It is because sometimes it can be scary um, to do those things. We handed out flyers last week, and um, I got to take with me um, a little boy who um, is not like shy about anything, and it was so helpful for me because I am really shy. And so just having him along with me You probably didn't have to say a word. No, he did keep going, You can do this one and I was like I was like, I can, but you are doing such a good job and so he would sometimes he would say things and, you know, kind of like mix up his words or whatever and so I would just then clarify what it was he was saying. Um, but it was fantastic and just to have him along with me was so helpful to me.
0: And then you're encouraging him too, even though he's so little.
1: Yeah, and I mean I that's something that will
0: probably stick with him.
1: I hope so. He did such a good job, and his little brother did such a good job. Will you? Um And then I, yeah, I I bought both of them, like, a little chocolate milk um, no, at that the end. No, absolutely made their day. Yeah. I was like, can I just buy them, you know, just something? They worked so hard, and we did such a good job, and we handed out so many flyers, mm-hmm. and um, I was so encouraged by that. So, and of course, by their mom, who, like, organized the whole thing, and, um... And we had a great time. But yeah, just going along with someone or taking someone with you helps them to feel included. And that's how we can receive one another. Included. So, accept them. Make it
0: a community.
1: (laughs) Invite them to your home. Should we just
0: change the name of our
1: podcast to make it a community? (laughs) Shepherding our community.
0: (laughs) No, that makes us sound like the leaders. Our communal hearts. Shepherding our
1: communal hearts. (laughs) Don't change the name. I like, feel like you just now got these? this name down, and maybe we should just stick with it. Okay. Maybe you should just terrify the dog by... You that. know what? She's okay. She's stronger for it. Aren't you? Sure she is. We're back to our own animals at home this week, so...
0: You probably can't hear the... Belabored
1: breathing. Yes. No, just the clicking of her nails on the floor.
0: Riddick's been doing great. He's been right next to the the microphone this whole time. He hasn't made a peep. Which is good, because if he started peeping, it'd be confusing (laughs) since he's a cat.
1: (laughs) Y'all would think we had a chicken in here.
0: (laughs) What kind of chicken is a cat?
1: Wow, I think we're off topic.
0: No, we're not. We would receive you even if you peeped like a chicken.
1: I mean, he does sometimes lay like a sea lion.
0: Bring it all back. (laughs) Okay. Be a community. Do we say thank you? Thank Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.